Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Kristen Darby, CIO at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. In this segment, Darby talks about leveraging video conferencing to connect a geographically dispersed staff, how her team is working to provide personalized care for a very personalized disease, and how they're using portals to empower and educate patients. Hi, Kristen. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak with HealthSystemCIO.com today. You're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Sure. So to get us started, uh, can you just talk a little bit about Cancer Treatment Centers of America in terms of, uh, you know, number of hospitals, where you are located, things like that? Uh, absolutely. Uh, so Cancer Treatment Centers of America, we uh, are an adult uh, cancer treatment facility. And uh, we have five locations uh, across um, the United States in uh, Atlanta, Georgia area, just south of there in a city called Noonan, um, northern Chicago suburbs in uh, Zion, Illinois, uh, in Philadelphia, Phoenix, Arizona. We're actually in the uh, uh, western suburb of Goodyear, and uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, those five hospitals are uh, focused on providing the integrated approach to uh, cancer care. So in addition to the, um, the traditional uh, medical approach, we also try to offer um, a very much a holistic offering to our patients. So uh, for example, if a, a patient is having um, side effects with cancer treatment, we have naturopathic care that's available for them where they can meet with naturopathic physicians to discuss um, possibly uh, organic uh, dietary changes that might help them with uh, side effects that they're managing throughout treatment or possibly pain management, maybe uh, different types of chiropractic care. So we have um, a variety of services that are offered, but the idea is to have a very uh, integrated approach that offers um, services beyond the standard uh, treatments that patients often receive when they're uh, receiving cancer care that provides um, uh, a better experience for the patient and uh, really focuses on maximizing their engagement. We believe very much that the patient is um, the active uh, leader of their care. They're part of the care team and integrated in all the discussions and decisions um, and very much empowered where uh, we wanna make sure they're educated and understand what's happening with their care in a way that they can best guide what's best for them. And right. our goal is to make sure that the services um, that are important to them as an individual for their particular journey are available to them to complement uh, their personal battle against uh, their disease, and uh, we're there very much to support them in a very personalized way. Okay. And now you have you have the five hospitals, and are there other um, like ambu ambulatory facilities that that fall under the umbrella? Uh, we do not have any um, ambulatory facilities um, at this time. So it's uh, our five facilities, but we treat uh, predominantly outpatient. Uh, at our facilities, and then we also have inpatient facilities. But uh, most of our patients travel to us okay. for treatment, and um, within our hospital facilities, we actually run guest services offices. So we have basically our own hotel systems 
where individuals can stay with us on campus, even though they're in an outpatient setting, and uh, stay in more of a, a hotel setting, uh, and utilize the services that are on site at the Camp Cancer Treatment Centers of America campus. Or we also have um, partnership agreements with local hotels, where if a patient is staying off campus, we provide shuttle service um, to ensure their transportation needs are, are met, they have access to entertainment options in the area, and, and they can stay busy while going through their treatment um, right. if they are staying with us from out of town. Okay. And now you're located in um, Phoenix. Um, as far as like how, how Cancer Treatment Centers of America is uh, structured, is it something where um, the, most of the, the, the corporate um, office is there, or does it kind of spread out between, uh, among the facilities? So we recently uh, relocated our corporate presence from Schaumburg, Illinois, to Boca Raton, Florida. Okay. So the, um, the corporate office and many of the uh, back office functions are located in Boca Raton, Florida, and some of those are actually still in the process of transitioning. Um, my peers and uh, I report into uh, Gerard Van Grinsven, who is our president and CEO of Cancer Treatment Centers of America, um, he's also based at our Boca Raton office, um, so I do have an office location there, but I live in my primary office um, is located in the uh, Goodyear, uh, Arizona location of CTCA. The reason that um, my primary base is in the Goodyear area is the largest presence of our information technology uh, team is located at this location. So we have about 125 team members uh, in Goodyear, and then we also have um, the remaining portion of our IT team is distributed across our other four hospitals and um, our corporate location in uh, Boca Raton, and then we still have a pre presence in uh, Schaumburg, Illinois also. Okay. So I imagine there's a lot of communication, even if it's not done in person, just uh, among the different uh, uh, IT teams. Absolutely. We try to stay very connected, and uh, we're heavy users of video conferencing, and uh, we try to do that from, from within the IT team, but also um, the majority of our business uh, meetings are conducted that way to make sure that we always have that personal connection. When you can see people, so much of the body language is communicated in ways that you don't necessarily get on the conference calls. And uh, so I think that that helps us um, maximize the engagement and participation in meetings, but also the personal connections that are so important um, to uh, having conductive uh, relationships and actually um, productive meetings. Right. right. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So now in terms of uh, the uh, clinical application environment, well, what type of system, EHR system, are you using? Uh, we use Allscript Sunrise Clinical Manager. Okay, and that's been in place for a while? It has. It was implemented in 2008. We use um, Allscript Sunrise Clinical Manager for outpatient and inpatient services. Okay. So now in terms of uh, meaningful use, where do you stand at this point with uh, attestation? So we um, are on the meaningful use journey, and... Uh, uh, stage one, we are compliant with. Um, we have not attested to yet, uh, primarily because of the CMS delay where their website is down. Um, right, right. But we have already completed our reporting period, and uh, we're in progress with stage two, um, which we're very close 
to uh, being ready to reach our reporting period for that also. Okay. Now with, with stage two, one of the, uh, the key components is, uh, is patient engagement and hitting the numbers. So I, I wanted to talk about your strategy there. I mean, you, you touched a little bit about how um, the philosophy at CTCA is to see the patient as this, you know, really being part of the care team. So just wanted to talk about your strategy and how you, uh, how you guys are doing that. Uh, absolutely. Um, so r really the, the entire philosophy that the culture of CTC ended around is um, putting the patient at the center. And um, one of the, the ways that we operate um, has been through the standard that we provide is providing the mother standard of care. So it's treating everyone that comes to our facility as you would want your mother uh, to be treated or your father, your loved one, et cetera. And um, that's the expectation of every interaction that we have with our patients. So if you start with that and you start to understand that um, when somebody comes through our front doors, um, they really are um, entrusting us to help them fight and, and be successful um, in their fight against this disease. And um, with that, we want to make sure that they have all the tools and information that we can provide to them to enable them to make the best decision for their particular journey. And cancer um, is a very personal disease. Um, everyone's journey is different. And it's important that we personalize that journey for every one of our patients in a way that resonates best with them. So when we talk about engagement, one of the things that um, is important to us is that um, all points of communication the patient is included in, that they have visibility um, into their results, that our care providers are explaining those results to them in a way that the patient understands, and that all of their options um, that are available to them are very clearly understood, and that patient is empowered to make the decision that's best for them. One of the other um, things that we heavily focus on is including the caregiver in those decisions if the patient has elected that. And uh, that's very important because we recognize that the, the impact to the caregivers, whether it's a spouse or a child or um, a parent that's acting in that role, is often um, as significant as it is to the patient that's going through the battle. They have very different experiences, but both um, extremely impactful. And so we wanna make sure that everyone that the patient has identified to be engaged in those discussions is part of that discussion. Um, in addition to that, um, you referenced meaningful use and uh, patient portal is one of those areas that um, meaningful use looks to encourage patient engagement. Uh, we have a proprietary patient portal that um, we continue to enhance on a regular basis uh, that has been Meaningful Use certified. And so with that patient portal, our patients, for example, have the ability to also provide access to their caregiver. Um, and if so, the idea is that the medical record belongs to the patient. And I think that's at the center of our belief and so that patient is empowered to have access to the same information that the care team has. It's 
it's their cancer battle, and we want to make sure they're empowered with the information they need to make the best decisions in their care. And so with that, from a technology perspective, we make sure that that becomes the center of the conversation where we're utilizing the tools that are available. Our utilization rate of our portal is roughly 85% of our patients. Uh, so we have kind of an unprecedented utilization, but it's part of the culture that we really build around when a patient comes to treat with us, we don't um, defer the um, decisions being made around their care just to the care team. The patient is brought into every single discussion, and it's surrounded around the records, the results, what we're seeing, and that the approach is incredibly personalized to them. What you find is the patients, once they start to understand, they start to, to recognize what they can do to be empowered as part of that care. So one of the things I talked about was the integrated approach that we take to care. So chemotherapy, for example, is one of the traditional uh, medical approaches to, to treating hair. Uh, a patient um, uh, goes to chemotherapy treatments, they can be compliant with, with uh, their treatments, but there's not a lot that they can do beyond uh, being a compliant patient that, that adheres to that treatment protocol. Um, but what they can do is things like modifying diet, um, possibly exercise, changing their rest patterns, um, doing different types of activities, possibly it's um, taking different types of nutritional supplements rather than um, prescriptions if, if something's causing side effects or pain. But it's having all those different options available where the patient's actually empowered to start doing things that change the way they feel and also change their emotional outlook. What's very, very important is when people understand that they can actually uh, participate in that process and they're not 100% dependent on the care team, but there's things that they can do that also contribute positively to their particular fight, they start to get empowered at a different level where they can start to um, make those changes that are truly gonna, gonna contribute to the outcomes that they're receiving in their particular journey against cancer. Right. Okay. So when you talk about the this communication, you know, patients being included in all the communication, so uh, is some of this done through things like the portal or, you know, um, email or how – how is uh, that done when it's not when it can't always be in person with the care providers? Yep. So um, that communication is um, through the portal. So when information hits our EHR, it also hits the portal. Um, so a lab result, for example, the same time the physician receives it is the same time the patient receives it. Okay. Now, what we do is always try to have that communication in person. So the level of personal intimacy that we deliver at CTCA, I will say is something that I've been in healthcare for 20 years, is something that I've never experienced at other provider institutes. Um, but the goal is that that care team, if they're not physically with you or present with you, which um, the majority of interactions do occur that way, that they are available immediately to you via telephone to talk through and understand what has come back. And we try to be very um, uh, responsive in a prompt manner to ensure that the patient 
whatever they need is being met as soon as possible. Um, and uh, it's a level of service standard that, you know, our desire is to provide world-class service standards uh, at all times with all patient interactions. And um, with that, the goal is, you know, days count oftentimes um, in, uh, in individuals' battles. And decisions have to be made promptly and, and behaviors can change things. And we want to make sure that there's absolutely no delay if a patient um, needs to understand something or, or, or uh, potentially wants to make a change in the approach that they have towards their, that care. That provider will be available to discuss that with them. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.